0: Gecko, are you okay?
1: Are you okay, Gecko? Are you okay? Are you okay, Gecko? I'm Gekko, better than are okay. You okay. Better than are okay. You okay. Okay, okay, I'm Gecko. I'm better than okay.
0: All right, everybody, welcome to episode seven of the Lizard Market Podcast. Today we're going to be doing a little Q and A with the Lizard King Trading Group Discord. If you aren't a member in the Lizard King Trading Group Discord, the link to join is discord.gg/lktg. It's Easter, we had a short week last week, and uh, we just wanted to, you know, get the crowd interacting with us and uh, drop some questions in our community, and we just want to answer them.
1: So, Lord Gecko, how are you doing today? I am doing so excellent. If I were doing more excellent like today, stock. it would we be illegal I'd like be stock. locked up and in jail. Like the stock. Happy Easter, Lizard we King. We like the stock. We yeah. like the stock.
0: Alright, so before we jump into this episode, we just want to say that support for the Lizard Market is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineers tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. And today we have an exclusive offer for our listeners. 20% off and free
1: shipping with the code LKTG. At manscaped.com. So, Manscaped hooked us up with a bunch of tools and formulations from their perfect package 3.0 kit. And, Gecko, let me tell you, I'm a hairy guy. I used to have to use a legit
0: weed whacker to get through the forest, if you know what I'm saying. But with the Lawnmower 3.0, I find
1: joy in doing my routine manscaping. Speaking of sweaty and stinky balls, I am thankful for the Crop Reviver. This product, along with the Crop Preserver, cool. keeps your balls from sweating smelling and even sticking you know what and i am a sweaty stinky hairy guy that's pretty gross yeah <laughs> but the manscaped kit helps me out hmm girls would never think you're sweaty stinky and ugly <laughs> <laughs> ugly so
0: you can get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code lktg at manscaped.com that's 20 off with free shipping on manscaped.com use the code lktg Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Now, let's hop into this episode. All right, so the questions are rolling in in Discord. Uh, we have a couple
1: of good ones here. Gecko, uh, you want to pick the first one? I'm going to pick the first one. This is from Dixon Normus.
0: <laughs> Buddy.
1: What, what was that name again? Dixon-normus. Dixon Normus. Dixon? Dixon Normus.
0: Right. What? what? Dixon Normus. No fucking shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> What's his question? What's Dixon's uh, (laughs) uh, question?
1: Uh, He wants to know, what sectors are you guys looking into this week? Uh,
0: So the sectors I'm looking at this week, I think the NFTs are slowing down. Everybody's over that hype now. Last week, we saw Biden mention uh, batteries, biotech, computer chips, and clean energy. So I think that's going to be the big focus for the next few months here. Again, that's batteries, biotech, computer chips, and clean energy. That's my main focus for the next couple of weeks here, uh, just because that's what Biden is saying he's focusing on. So, yep. Uh, let me uh, let me see what other questions we got here. Uh, uh, how does how should one recover huge losses while trading and not lose it all? I mean, you have to you know don't don't let yourself lose it all. You need to be playing defense and have stop losses, and you need to figure out you know. What are you willing to risk on that position? You need to find where the support is and go in. I I mean, we say this on every episode, but this is literally what trading is about. You need to find that support and, and be willing to manage where you want to risk it, whether that's, you know, 2%, 5%, 10%, you know, and that I base that off of my position sizing and how much I'd like to play, you know, whether I've done the, you know, if I have DD that really backs it, that I am, it's a conviction play and I believe in it. I'm willing to, you know, be a little more loose on that and kind of give it the time to play out because I have those catalysts recovering huge losses. I mean, you just got to grind at that point. You need to, you know, play smart and, and take the
1: profits and build back up. Good question. Um, here's a good one here from bubbles. What lifestyle routine did you, did you change once you started going full time sleep earlier diet? What helped you stay motivated? Um, For me, I would say the best thing is getting into a routine that works best for yourself. For example, I like to get at least six hours of sleep. And when I wake up, I like to drink water before anything. I like to drink water before coffee. Um, Also, I like to try to get myself into the gym uh, early. And I like to be active, showered, um, eat breakfast, all that before open. And that's worked pretty well for me.
0: Yeah. Um, I think one thing that's really important for me is like to sleep. You need to like, don't fucking stay up all night. you like, you need to be up early. You need to have energy by like, you need, I'm up and ready to go by, you know, six or seven, most mornings, depending on the market. If the market's really shitty in pre-market, that's when I I step back and I'll sleep in a little bit and catch up on my sleep. But most of the time I'm up six, seven, I'm, I'm up and ready to go like with my coffee ready and everything by six to 7 AM. Um, Sleep is very important. Also, like, don't fucking sit at your computer all day. Like, go out and get some sun. Uh, it's good for your mental capacity. Like, you don't want to be, like, all depressed fucking trading stocks. Like, go out and clear your head. <clears throat> but there's no fucking... And also, like, there's no fucking...
1: Figure out what works with you. There's no Chico. You got to figure out what you Yeah, like, yeah, I you agree. Know? You got to find a routine that works best for yourself. You know, if you're not a pre-market trader, you know, what's the sense of, you know getting all that done at that time or whatever, you know, use those hours. Actually, if you're not, if you're not a pre-market trader, you know, use those hours to get some shit done. So going off of that question, Ian, part of our Lizard King trading group community asked, what are some effective tips for dealing with the mental aspect of trading? I feel like this is a very underestimated part of the trading process and what separates the traders from the gamblers.
0: Yeah, so I mean, this is a big 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 mental game. Most of it is mental. Uh and and the people who who start trading stocks and they they're over emotional, those are the quickest ones that get wiped out. Uh it's it's all about your mental and and that's why I stress having a plan because that when you have a plan when you enter a trade, it removes the emotion from your trade. Mm-hmm. And whether it's the whether even if it's a play, I fucking really love if it breaks my plan, then I'm getting out. Uh, and sometimes not they won't work out, and that's part of the game and you just move on and you don't fucking sulk about it. Oh well, it didn't have it didn't go out in your favor. You move the fuck on. Um, but effective tips for dealing with that. Uh, you know, I mean, take care of yourself, get good sleep. again, just like the last question I, I would say that the last question kind of answered this as well.
1: Here's a question that came in from bad luck. He wants to know. Do you see a transition from the scalping market back to more swing opportunities soon? Um, it could be. It could be, you know, we could see that coming
0: in a week and maybe in two months. So we, you know, you don't really know, but you just need to pay attention. And, and what's so good about this pullback is we're getting a lot of opportunity to get back into these swing positions. The only thing you have to be careful is getting in them too soon. Uh, so I'm looking at the charts and when I see, I'm looking for confirmation that we get reversals and that's when I start getting back into the swings, uh, because I see there's a little more positive sentiment in the market and I can, uh, feel more comfortable jumping into these swings. But as of right now, I'm still, uh, still in the scalping mentality. And I know a lot of people don't like that, but that's just what it is. And you have to adapt to the market and play it. I prefer swinging. I consider myself a swing trader and that's when I do the best in the market figuring out how to play in any type of market is how you create a long you know longevity in your trading career okay so blue clay here asks I have the time to day trade but not the PDT minimum do I just wait and swing use my nine day trades with my three accounts or just start using you stock trade to get to it what you should do is create a cash account I prefer Weeble if you create a cash account, Uh, if you have under $25,000, you make a cash account and that will give you unlimited day trades as long as you have the settled funds. So you might have to manage your funds, but you'll never get trapped in a play. Um, you'll always be able to get out and, and you just need to be better with managing your money. But that is the best, uh, that's the best option. I think to, if you're trying to get over that PDT don't, because if you're not, if you don't have that cash account and you, you don't have any day trades and like a play drops an offering or something, you're fucked. You get trapped in and you can't sell and you take a big loss. So Brock asks, if you could tell yourself something at the time you started with the knowledge you've acquired now, no specific tickers or stocks,
1: what would you tell yourself? I would tell myself to cut losses quickly. Um, I wouldn't let plays bleed out too much. You know, I would, I would cut my losses quicker and I would move on to the next. I would tell myself,
0: um, I think one of the hardest things when you first get into trading stocks is people, you know, start doing DD on plays and in these small caps, they fall in love with them. And, you know, I think people get too connected with these stocks and they, you know, get emotionally attached and then they end up taking bigger losses because they're attached to them. So you need to, you know, again, just be ready, like, and don't fall in love. And if it doesn't go to your plane, you need to get out and, and move on to the next one and and know that there's always another opportunity.
1: I would tell myself not to overtrade too, you know, mm. especially depending on the market, yeah, you know. That's a great one. Take a break. If if you're getting beat up one day, you know, take a break and step back. Don't try to make your losses back in the next trade that day.
0: Yeah. Overtrading is something that's definitely big. You you don't have to consistently be making a million trades a day. Wait for the right setups and get in the right setups. And and if you're having trouble finding the right setups, then go on paper trading and like test it out. Uh, and if you want to paper trade, don't paper trade, like don't set up your paper trading account with a bazillion dollars, like set it up with the amount of money you have in your account and play it like it's real. Because if you're if you're trading a million dollars, like that doesn't connect with your brain and your emotion the same way it would if it's the same amount of money. So uh, you need to understand that and practice on that paper trading account, especially for day trading scalps. That's a great place to start. Bractopus He asked, I think it would be beneficial if you talked about what percentage of your portfolio you like to place on certain types of plays. And then in parentheses, he says short swing, long swing, day trade, scalp, etc. Um, yeah, this is a great question. That is a really good question. For me personally on swing trades, I very rarely will put more than 20% of my account in a swing trade. Uh, sometimes if it's a really good setup that I really like and I love the DD and I believe in it, I'll go a little bit bigger. But that's when if I go a little bit bigger and I'm talking like 30 to 35% of my swing account, um, I'm... I'm making sure that I have, you know, a tighter stop loss and I'm really watching out for that support level. And if it breaks the support, then I'm going to take my loss and move on. For scalps and stuff, sometimes I'll go really big. uh, You know, 50% of my account maybe. And I don't recommend you doing this if you don't know what you're doing. You need to practice. Like I do this because I'm experienced and I know what I'm doing. But I'll go big with a tighter stop loss, like especially on a VWAP bounce. If I'm looking for that scalp and I'm looking for fucking 1% to 2%, I'll go in big and I'll take that profit real quick. In and out, in and out. You look for that setup, or if you look for the moving average bounce, um, or if you have a line of support drawn and you look for that bounce, you get in and out, but I'll go in very fat. Very tight stop loss, you know, 1% to 2% stop loss, but long swings, I'm about the same as my swings, 20-ish percent on a play that I really like long. Yeah, day trading and scalps. you know, I keep it. It depends on the setup. So rain cloud says, break down some of your favorite indicators to use on Webull. For, for example, someone mentioned the Bollinger Bands in chat today, and that was cool to learn about. Uh, yeah, some of my favorite indicators, I think the main ones you should look at if you're just starting to trade. The two main ones that you should focus on when you're just a beginner are looking at the RSI, which tells you if the stock is oversold or overbought, and then the MACD. Just pay attention to those when you're trading. Look at them and try to find the patterns in them. And I use that on the daily chart. I also use it on the one-minute chart when I'm scalping. Uh, I use it for the daily when I'm looking to enter a swing play. Those are my favorite ones. And then, my well, those are my favorites to start if you're a new trader. But then a, my favorite indicator are the moving averages, the 10, 20, 50, 100, and 200-day moving averages. Those are very important to learn. That can help you find support and resistance on a play. And if you haven't watched the video on my YouTube about support and resistance,
1: go do that right after you listen to this. That's That's very important. This question is from Mr. Little. He wants to know, How do you find new plays? What are the setups you go through? And what tools and resources do you use? Um, Really, for me, I would say I find new plays um, based on... I like to find stocks with high volume that might have been beat up a little bit. I like to try to find them at high support. And I'm trying to add and look for a potential day trade. Uh, Some of the tools and resources I use is I like finviz.com... I like the TD Ameritrade uh, scanner that they have. It's free as well. So you can check that out if you're not familiar with it. Here's one that just came in live and they want to know. uh, They said they would love to hear about when you started trading, things that you you were doing wrong and improve to become a better trader. So I started trading in crypto back in 2016
0: uh, to 2017. That's when I was really learning how to trade in the crypto world. Um, and again, one of the thing, one of the biggest things for me, we keep touching on this is when you first start getting into trading, it's very easy to become emotionally attached with some of the plays that you're in and, and learning how to take out that emotion and know that there's always another play. Also chasing plays. Everybody sees a play ripping up and and there's comes a time in your trading career when you realize you have to stop chasing. You need to get in before that run up, run up happens and, uh, and, you know, wait for the right setup and then,
1: and, you know, sell on the rip instead of buying the rip. That's a good one. Um, I think when I started, I I had um, my biggest issue is I was always getting fear of missing out. And, you know, these plays that were, you know, running hard, you know, hundreds of percents or whatever, I would enter them at bad positions, not really, not really look at the chart, just kind of buy the hype and not really, you know, study why I was buying that position here's a question from our our pal fish he wants to know um how the friendship of lizard King and Lord gecko started great
0: question um it's so a good question so gecko and I met each other in like the first grade and we we went to elementary school together yeah but
1: <laughs> gecko why don't you tell him how how you became Lord gecko Okay, that's that's actually a very good question as well very because that, that's also in the beginning of when we became friends. Yep. So I believe it was second grade. Um, I was placed in a really mean teacher's classroom, so I was <laughs> a little bit tougher than the rest of the you second graders. Tough. I mean, buddy, let me get oh, into I the story. <laughs> like, relax a little, all right? Yeah, yeah. So we all go out to recess, right? Um, in second grade, this was the day where you bring your pet, you bring your pet into school. Show and and tell. Show. Well, yeah, but more specifically, this one was a pet one and it, this, the school ended up canceling it because they found out it was a bad idea. (laughs) Um, but you know, so it's recess and all right, let's fast forward here. We're playing by the basketball court, right? And I'm doing a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I'm crossing over, crossing over, doing a little of this and, somebody comes over here timeout timeout is that a is that a gecko some some little girl brings brought her a gecko like a real lizard and uh oh <laughs> everybody's asking to hold it and whatnot and I I wasn't really a fan so I was trying to kind of lay low a little bit and uh she comes up to me and um, Everybody's making fun of me because I'm the only person that hasn't held it yet. Can you pet my gecko? So I did. And, you know, like I said, I was tougher than the rest of the second graders. So what did I do? Yeah, I'll hold the gecko. No problem. Thing immediately, as she was doing the handoff, I was a little nervous and I might have been shaking a little bit. So I think that I actually scared the lizard. What do you know this thing bit me right on the finger and now I'm freaked out everyone's screaming and laughing this is a scene the monitors want to know what's going on now they don't know what we're doing I'm swinging my hand back and forth trying to get the thing off of me it won't I'm yelling at the girl get it off of me get your pet off of me <laughs> and the, and we and this the, is this this is bad and the fucking our uh, our
0: lunch lady she had a wicked bad like uh limp. So so Gecko has a fucking uh, so Gecko, before he was Gecko, has a fucking lizard on his finger, waving it around, the lunch lady hobbles on over. Scared to death. And the lunch lady hobbles on over and gecko I see I look at Gecko and he just was looking at me and one tear drips down his eye, and the <laughs> and the lunch lady's like, come over here. The lunch lady's trying to yank the gecko off of finger. That his thing was all finger. good.
1: <laughs> and the now they're like something's weird
0: with this. Gecko's like, yeah, don't usually it, hold
1: on that yeah, tight.
0: It, it won't let go. And so they so the lunch lady rushes Gecko. They put him on a stretcher and rush him into the nurse's office, and uh, and then the nurse had to lube up the fucking Gecko's mouth <laughs> and slip it off. The girl, the girl that had you the Gecko the, was crying. You lost
1: the Gecko. Did you kill my
0: Gecko? <laughs> Did you kill my Gecko? <laughs> Luckily, it didn't die. I don't think. I mean, it no, might have it when didn't I went die. Home, it escaped though. That was the escaped. issue. It escaped. It got out. And so uh, at that time, you know where you know, and then we all. Mm, Gecko's poor in, in recovery in the nurse's office And we're all cracking
1: up I wasn't in recovery buddy I was bleeding I was injured <laughs> I was hurt we're They all rushed me. me I didn't want to go to the nurse's office They They forced me to go in there And he comes out and I go Lord Gecko, I think it was right around when and Spider-Man came. That the place down. erupted from second Lord grade Gecko. to fifth grade to the middle school. You could hear it at the high school. <laughs> Lord Gecko.
0: Everybody knew he was Lord Gecko from there
1: on. Lord Gecko. So, so Lord Gecko. Put my shades on. Went to the coolest after-school program that you could find, and there on out, I was
0: Lord Gecko. And then, uh, yeah, and then I was the lizard king just because of that. Yeah, just because I was the one that actually I was whispering into the geckos ear, You need to let go. You need to you need to let go. And I I just I gave him my secret. I'm the lizard
1: whisperer. And that's when I became king of all lizards. And lizard looked at me in the nurse's office and said, you want this thing to get off of you? I said, please, (laughs) please, dude, please. Sure enough. I go. (laughs) Right off of me, like nothing ever happened. Scattered out of the nurse's office, scurried out of there as quick as it ever could, and gone was that Gone like the wind.
0: Created a young legend. So that's the episode. I hope you guys learned something from this quick little Q&A. Again, last week was a little slower. We're going to be looking. I think I'm looking to get back in some swings this week. Um, but Monday morning, I'm, I'm mainly watching, looking at those sectors that Biden was talking about last week and seeing where the money's flowing into. I think the NFTs are probably going to start slowing down. Also watching the price of Bitcoin, seeing where that, what's that doing and, um, yeah. And then, and taking it from there. So going to start out slow tomorrow and just looking for news, see what's moving. You want to watch how the, how plays are being affected by the news in the morning. If they are popping and dropping, uh, you want to be careful if they're popping, holding their gains. That's when I
1: I'm looking, you know, you know, scalp throughout pre-market and into open. Let's hope we see a lizard green Monday. Hope everybody had a nice weekend again. Happy Easter. Hope we all escaped, you know, and had some quality time with our friends and family. Um, Let's turn, let's turn these stonks back on and get back to it. Turn the machine back on. We're ready. We're ready. Have a good week. Get cocked.